This is the OCML Podcast. Enjoy local music. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the OCML Podcast. This is episode number 82. Holy crap, we're going to talk about stagehand stories, so fasten your seatbelts and make sure you don't have anything to do for the next 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joined here with uh, my business partner, Kevin Martin. Hello. Um, Chad Martini's in the house for yeah, it's been a while. Well, hello, guys. Yeah, and then uh, Mr. Nolan Davis is over here too. Hola. Ooh. So we're gonna throw the ball over to Kevin. And uh, where do you want us? Like, I mean, you probably have the most stagehand stories. Probably at the table. Probably. So, yeah. what's the most ridiculous one? The most ridiculous one. Uh, I need. I need more. I need more of a. Okay, I remember the, the, what, what about the nuts and bolts guy? I love that oh, one. Oh God, God. Yeah. Okay, okay, so. <laughs> So we're setting up uh, this gig, uh, this this uh, convention, essentially. Uh, I'm not going to say for who or what company or anything like that. But uh, the company that I was with <laughs> isn't known for their intelligence. And I'm really trying hard to, like, not shoot down the fact that I work for this company or, <laughs> or uh, you know, insult myself here or uh, the several individuals that aren't that dumb. But there's only several. There's, <laughs> there's only, hundreds. There's a couple, a couple handfuls out of a hundred. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we're on this gig and we're building like miles and miles of truss. Like quite literally, there's like one light for every ten foot stick of truss, which is just insane. And uh, this guy's watching me bust my ass, like sweating, like just, ah, just banging out all this truss, setting it up. And he comes up and he's like, "Hey man, can I do you, like? Can I get you anything?" I'm like, "Oh my god, somebody's gonna help me! Thank God." He comes up, and he, I'm like, yeah, dude, uh, can you get me some uh, bolts? <clears throat> He's like, yeah, sure, and he goes over to the bolt box. I'm like, cool, I don't have to get up. I don't have to work, worry about my knees banging up and down on this asphalt or the concrete. He comes back, puts out his hand, and he drops four nuts into my hand. And no, not those nuts, you perverts. <laughs> uh, nuts that actually bind everything together for the bolts. And he's like, here you go, dude. And he was like so proud of himself. He was like, I did it. And I'm like, thanks, man. There, there is nothing I can do but like just like he needs this win. <laughs> <laughs> he needs this win so bad. He just needed this win so bad. I'm like, thank you, and, dude. And, and thank and you for your service. To, to put this in perspective for those of you who haven't been on a, a gig site, the nuts and bolts come together. So this dude went to the bolt bucket and unscrewed the nuts from the bolts and then brought them back like, yeah. (laughs) So bad. uh, That's got to be one of the dumbest things I've I've heard from a gig. (laughs) Can I have the nut? Uh, uh, Can I have the bolt? Uh, Here's some nuts. (laughs) It's like, what what do these go to? You know, like you're not holding any. (sighs) Well, there are two sets, duh. So <laughs> I had to they just like, I just had to be like, hey, man, like, thank you. Uh, go over there now. <laughs> go somewhere else. Go help somebody it else. Was, it was really difficult. Not so let's just go. Be, like, let's go in the opposite direction lead. from like ridiculous to like, what's the scariest thing that you've seen on a gig? Uh, ooh. Uh, the one time I was actually scared on a gig. Uh, Kevin's made of steel. He never gets scared. Seriously. <laughs> I just don't like, uh, you know, like dying. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody likes dying, especially at work. Dying sucks. Yeah. Uh, I would I, agree. <laughs> <laughs> I would have you have tried to s- it before? 
I mean, like, I kind of. I mean, how dead are you right now, Nolan? Aff. <laughs> he's, he's just dead inside. Oh uh, yeah. No, literally, like a merch guy asked me last night. Like I hadn't talked with the guy at all, and I'm leaving the concession stand holding like a bunch of waters and like a subway sandwich, and I'm just like my mouth is just open. And I'm just like staring like at, like that thousand yard stare, and like I look over at the guy and he just looks at me. He's like, "How dead are you?" I, I haven't and that. that the only thing he asked me the whole night been in the building for 18 hours and that's the only thing he said to me so i must have looked really fucking fucked up anyway i would have responded i'm not dead yet (laughs) (laughs) i'll be fine when i have this subway sandwich in my mouth yeah Mm, just give nolan a foot long and everything's okay (laughs) i'll be fine with six inch (laughs) jesus all right let's get back to that scary stuff and (laughs) so this is how quick everything in this industry is it's like you don't know if you're going to die until you're dead. <laughs> um, so we're standing uh, – I'll, I'll say where this one's at. I was at uh, U2 uh, doing the teardown for U2 <clears throat> in San Diego and everything is being struck at the same time. We're talking the lights, the LED walls, the, uh, the stage itself because they had like a stage on top of a stage. And on top of it, they're still breaking the truss down that is supporting all of this stuff. Uh, I'm loading a truck. Then the trucks are pulling directly up to the stage. And um, I loaded my box and I step back a little bit. And all of a sudden, this big like five-pound D-ring just falls like 30 – about 30, 40 feet above my head and just misses me by like two feet. Jeez. Uh, I had my, I had my hard hat on, but guess what? You're still dead. Yeah, <laughs> that, those, those, those hard hats are for looks, really. Yeah, <laughs> they, they help don't... you from bumping your head, but not something falling on it. Um, just just that quickly, I didn't realize I had somebody hanging forty feet above my head, and they're actually breaking stuff down. And the dude was just sweating too much. I don't know, like just slipped right out of his hand, and it came that close. It's two feet away. It was the loudest sound I can remember hearing. It was like, bam, like right next to me. I'm like, oh, there's a huge dent in the stage. It was like, damn. Whoa. Oh, oh, shit. You know, just kind of like three feet to the left, look up. I'm uh, "Hmm." no longer going to work on this stage. I'm going out to the lights (laughs) in the field later. (laughs) (laughs) A little farther over, you would have had a dent in your head. Yeah. Uh, Or just no head. Well, no, and then one guy comes up, and he's like, oh, yeah, I've had one of those hit me in the head. Check this out. And he starts, like, pulling his hair apart. He's like, oh see that? God. Like, you know, just a little dent in your skull. I'm like, yeah, but you're not all there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like, he's like, I didn't have a hard hat. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> and everything is starting to come full circle, bro. <laughs> that explains a lot. I think he was the same guy that handed me the four nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So I've I've been able to get all of you guys into some of the stagehand gigs here. Yeah, definitely. What what has been everybody's favorite gig so far, Chad? You don't count. You've only done two. Yes, only two. Boo! You did a golf course, and what was the other one? The golf course was hilarious. <laughs> Talking about stagehand stories, Chad. Oh Mark, yeah, yeah. let's hear that we're, story. We're working. We're, we're working at like this really, really up, uh, up hub scale, like you know, golf course. That's it's like a million for rich dollars people a year. only. You know, yeah, there it's you go. a million, million dollars, dollars a, year. a year just to be a goofer there. And so we're breaking down the scoreboards for the PGA Tour and putting them in the trucks to hit the road, and. Um, 
there was a tennis court right next to us. So we see all these tennis balls in the bush, and like, wow, there's nothing to do. I start <laughs> getting all these tennis balls out of the bushes, and we start you know, playing catch or whatever. And, and then it comes to a point where we have like 25 tennis balls. And so now it's like mild dodgeball catch. This is um, what we do while we're working. Well, yeah. well we are on standby. I mean, standby's got to be fun. Standby's a real struggle, dude. And, oh, and, yeah. uh, and so, Chad, you know, we're just passing it back and forth, and, and he goes to kick the ball to his hand because it was uh, too low to pick up, and he kicks it super hard right into his lip, and, and then he's just bleeding everywhere. And, uh, and so we've just got, we've got Chad injured on the job, but from a fucking tennis ball instead of the dangerous metal and cranes and stuff that we're using. Like, none of that's an issue, but the tennis ball from the bush. It, would, it, I wish, it wouldn't stop bleeding either for like yeah, an hour or yeah, two. I wish I could have been the one to fill out that incident report. And like, so, injury from tennis ball? I thought that you were breaking down scoreboards. Uh, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, the, that the was tennis great. ball is like half red too. You're a special kind of stupid, <laughs> yeah. aren't you? <laughs> oh, I realized it wasn't a hacky sack. <laughs> it has a little bit more bounce in yeah, it, right? Exactly. Um, I would have to say my favorite gig was this Back to the Beach gig I just did because I was standing on the beach on the main stage with a bunch of bands that I actually listened to, and all the other gigs that I've worked on, and like I guess the one other show call I did at Cross. Like I'm not into that music. Uh, I had a good time with a few of those sets um, because they were, you know, a lot more live instrumentation than I was thinking about when I pre-signed up for it. I thought it was all DJs, you know. So there was actually some really cool stuff there. But you know, I got to watch bands that I listened to when I was a teenager, like from the stage uh, I'm on sorry, a beach. But like building stages on the sand has got to be one of the shittiest things there is. That was agreed. I agree. Was, agreed. No, I agree. That was so <laughs> fucked. I, I I was just and I know like I got offered. It wasn't show call, but it was like you know gig or uh, shifts for the day of. And I was just like, you know what? No, I'm just no, 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 no. I need a couple of days to get the fucking sand out of me. And I uh, still have sand in my shoes. Oh, so God, dude. Um, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> that too always there it's always stuck there <laughs> I wore the good underwear to make sure that didn't happen <laughs> uh, well maybe you should be letting us in on these secrets Mr. Stagehand he's always prepared with those white Duluth mm-hmm. Duluth Trading Co yes. out of Minnesota this has not been a sponsor sponsored Kevin Martin <laughs> <laughs> big old grin what, so what about you Nolan what's been your favorite uh, definitely crossed <laughs> yeah, see, and, I think you guys all knew that was going to come yeah, too right. Yeah. It, it was a, it was a it was a festival that I've always wanted to work or not work but like just attend, and um, it's I've always loved their aesthetic. I love that they have um, you know a couple of stages just have a shitload of ficuses and uh, palm trees and just a bunch of shrubbery. Like that's like a lot, most festivals in that genre really focus on like a bunch of lights and uh and, and like light boards and stuff like that and they were just kind of like nah like we're gonna well you know, we're i mean like a jungle i don't know did you do the lighting because that shit was nuts i'm sorry but there, there was there was <laughs> yeah. it yeah. took me all day just to get the flashers on because it was the first time these guys had ever second time they'd ever used them and they hated them so much the first time that they wanted us to do it because they didn't want to touch them and it's still Gordon, Amy, and I spent six hours on like eight lights. It still pales in in comparison to most of the uh, most of the EDM festivals that uh, that have you know these gigantic productions. 
But um, no, the main stage was yeah, the main stage yeah. was crazy. The other two stages were just a bunch of shrubbery, which I thought was just such a cool idea. Ficuses, you already ficuses. called it. <laughs> ficuses. Bring me a shrubbery. Uh, and so that was cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was uh, what was your favorite part about working cross though? Oh well, I mean, like I got to like actually see a bunch of artists that I've always wanted to see, uh, like Mala or Chami. Um, I th- who else played that day? I don't. Uh, I think Weethan also. No, no, it wasn't Weethan. Uh, Bonobo. But oh, Bonobo was amazing. Oh my god, well, always been uh, one of my favorites, dude, sets. for sure. So it was just cool to like actually work with artists that I like. You know, like you were saying about Back to the Beach. Um, yeah, dude, like Fishbone and Goldfinger and yeah. Less Than Jake and, like, you know, all these bands that back in the day I was, like, super into. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard and to like, speak on the sand, And, though. like, yeah, fuck but they God. did it, and they did it with smiles on their faces, so. Yeah, yeah. All, all the power to them, man. Yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah, a ton of beach balls. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun watching the forks drive all over them. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, Kevin, what's, what was your favorite gig? I mean, you've done the most, so. My favorite gig. Oh, shit. <laughs> I actually, um, the stage building is definitely the most fun because you kind of get more time to bullshit and, like, kind of talk shit with everybody. Uh, corporate events are kind of a different beast because everybody's secretly trying to see how far they can go. <laughs> To where the client like is about to report him, but even the client's like, "Okay, that's actually really funny." I can't. I can't. <laughs> so, my favorite gig. Oh, you like legitimately love this industry, so I feel like I do. I Every like gig most... is so fun. Yeah, like, there's exactly. some. There's some. You know, sometimes you just got a shit day. He just gets up and smiles. Oh, okay, he, okay. You know what? I can't say I can't say my favorite gig, but you know what? I will say one of my favorite moments from being on a gig. Set up a private event for GoDaddy at a five diamond resort down in a, a butthole of nowhere. <laughs> and uh, they had private private showings for just 150 people. They had George Thorogood and the Destroyers. They had some country guy, you know, that red solo cup guy. Oh, nice. That I, don't, I don't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's, that's how relevant he is to me, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Toby thank Keith. Thank you. Yeah. Toby Keith. <laughs> I could probably get in trouble for even talking about this. Is that private? Um, but the ultimate headliner was Justin Timberlake. Ooh. Stage was JT. amazing. And I was actually working with his guitar tech. And the guitar tech was awesome. Uh, funny as hell. But the ultimate, like moment of realization in Justin Timberlake's face <laughs> was he just played his set I'm waiting to go in there and tear down the stage and I see him come out and he's surrounded by like all these big dudes you know security and he's just shaking his head like I'm a corporate whore just so disappointed in himself yeah like i'm watching him come out i just couldn't help but like point and laugh like ah you did it (laughs) (laughs) sell out oh that's how i felt at that one gig that we just did at tyranny yeah and he actually like he heard me laughing at him and like gave me this like fuck you (laughs) fuck you man 
And but I mean, true. I mean, what could I say, dude? Like, I'm I'm getting paid like jack shit to like build his stuff. He probably made like half a million. <laughs> Damn. So it's like, but eh, you had, eh, whatever, dude. I guess you had the last laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not walking out of there all pissed off at myself, you know. True. <laughs> <laughs> so oh laughing. man, he was laughing. At so me. so you know, if if you ever wondered what it's like to be a stagehand. Uh, it's interesting. Shitty sometimes, but interesting. What's everybody's favorite running gag on a gig? Like, Tommy. Whenever I see Tommy looking confused, I'm like, hey, man, just 360 that. And he'll, like, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I love flipping everybody off because it, it always... That's like the hello. Yeah. Like I just, it's just, and, and like sometimes, like especially if you can tell somebody's having like a shit time, like they're getting frustrated with something, you just kind of flip them off, and they like, oh, oh yeah, man, fuck you too. You know, like, it's just like, oh yeah, you know, it's not that serious. Get your shit together. Get to work. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Any running gags no, for you? No, not either. really. Well, what about uh, the bumblebee tuna? Bumblebee tuna is one of mine. You have to explain the origins of that one, maybe. Uh, or, guy. Are we allowed to? Are we allowed to discuss uh, uh, Bumblebee yeah. tuna? No, yeah, we're always allowed to discuss Bumblebee tuna, dude. It's Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna me of Jim Carrey. Oh uh, yeah, no, actually. So I was working on a gig with uh, a friend of mine, Gil. Bonus. This <laughs> is his last name. Bonus. <laughs> um, working on a gig with him, and we were all talking about Ace Ventura, and we just kept reciting lines from it, and that was our form of communication with each other. <laughs> the entire gig and then we just started as thank you we replaced it with bumblebee tuna <laughs> <laughs> so now there's a handful of us whenever we're working a gig and we like hand something over like a tool or the fixture or whatever we're like bumblebee tuna bumblebee tuna <laughs> and there'll just be like a line of people just handing down a light it's like bumblebee tuna bumblebee tuna bumblebee tuna bumblebee tuna all the way down and it's funny for us, but it confuses the hell out of everybody else. Oh, yeah. No, and the, I think that's the, what funny is for us is just like, man, look at them. They don't get it. The client's always just like, what the hell are they? Like, are they delirious? Bunch of stoners over yeah. here. It's like, <laughs> joke's on you. I don't even smoke. The hell are <laughs> the they on? <laughs> that's pretty funny. But yeah. yeah but sure. yeah, well, uh, there's a couple of stories. I'm, I mean, there's a, probably a million more in here somewhere. But uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this week up. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you know, every Monday, we're here every Monday. Next Monday, we're going to be talking about the evolution of electronic dance music over the past couple of, uh, I guess, two decades is really what we're going to be touching on. Uh, so tune in next Monday, and we're going to leave you with a song from Graveler called Give Up the Ghost. Bumble Check it out. Bumblebee Tuna.
bands on stage and online at ocml.us enjoy local music 